What's up, Industrial Marketer? From Gorilla76, the Industrial Marketing Agency, this is the Manufacturing Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to all the small marketing teams working at companies that make stuff. I'm Brendan, and with me is industrial demand gen extraordinaire, Mary Keough. And today, we're talking about personal branding. Uh, so we re- recently had uh, Eddie uh, Saunders Jr. on IML Mary, and we talked about personal branding and then extending that into the company. So I thought it'd be fun for you and me to just get in here and, and rap about personal branding and what it's done for our careers and how to get started with it. So I'm just going to kick it over to you. Let's let's just get this conversation started. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, I can talk a little bit. I'll start with what personal branding did for me. Um, so I'll just start with my journey. So this all started, I was listening to Chris Walker in early 2021, like loved his stuff. And I was finally able to go to one of his um, lunch and learn episodes. So I could never oh, yeah. attend the night ones because I had kids. So he had like these random like noon ones he would do. And I was like, finally, I get to attend one of these. And it was all about how to start a personal brand. It was crazy. So um, I also, he's like talking about how you just talk about how you're an expert and you talk about things you know about, you're trying to educate an audience, you know, all the good stuff we know and love. And, you know, I am like a marketing specialist at an industrial company where I'm not allowed to do anything except like make brochures and send emails. So I was like, went in the chat and was like, hey, look, I am kind of a newbie marketer or I feel like that. How would I, I don't feel like I have anything to say. Yeah. And they, everyone in the chat was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask this one, ask this one. So they asked it live and Chris was like, just work in public. You just need to tell LinkedIn what you're doing every day. Like use it like your work diary. <laughs> and I was like, Dear okay. LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Dear LinkedIn. <laughs> so that's what XOXO I did. XOXO Mary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would talk about the emails I was doing, how I was trying to improve open rates, um, you know, what trends I was seeing happening. Um just my opinion on stuff in the industrial world in general, but mostly related to marketing since that was my background. Um, And it was going really good. Like some of my posts were maybe a little bit too spicy. So I had to take them down because my leadership team didn't like them. (laughs) Um, But uh, within probably, I'm not kidding, Brendan, maybe like seven or eight weeks of me posting and Matt Chanella from Gorilla76 reached out and said, hey, um, I know this is pretty forward, but we're looking to grow our team. And I'm just wondering if you'd be interested. It might not happen for a little while, but I just want to put you in the candidate pool if you're interested. And I was like, "Um, yeah, I'm interested. I was following Gorilla for a while. And my goal was to like work in corporate marketing for a year and then just beg them to work there. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's really speeding up my timeline. So... (laughs) Um, so yeah, that was my start to LinkedIn. I mean, when Matt reached out, I was probably only getting five to 20 at the most, like 20 was a really good post. I was only getting like 20 likes at the most. And, you know, I could have stopped because I was probably only getting up to 20 likes on a post for six months of posting three to five times a week, every single week. Like I was there every single day. And Eventually, just because as my knowledge base increased and I built up this expertise around industrial specifically, um, it just exploded. Like there's just, there's definitely a tipping point in this personal branding thing 
um, as long as you stay consistent to your subject matter and to um, really trying to put out helpful, like truly helpful educational content. Did you try to go into the industrial niche right away or were you like more brand, like more general and then like, oh, maybe I should stick to the industrial. Like how, how did that, did you have any like sort of strategy there? I was just like, I'm just talking about, I'm industrial. So I'm just going to talk about industrial. Yeah. I think at the time, Joe Sullivan, founder at Gorilla 76 was using the hashtag industrial marketing. And yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna add that hashtag to all my posts. So <laughs> we'll just nice. see where this goes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty I'd say a pretty similar path for me. Um, I was listening to Refine Labs and Chris Walker, and I, I'd been in marketing forever. Like I graduated school in 2013, and I started at Gorilla in what 21? Yeah, 21. So, like between 13 and 21, like I was kind of just floundering out there by myself. You know, I was on, I was on the myself marketing teams, right? Like. By myself, you know, I had a manager that might have been marketing, but like someone, and I was in an internship and kind of like left to the wayside a little bit. Like, Brendan, just go work on this project and this PowerPoint, and I'll come get you. Like, there wasn't a lot of mentorship. Um, and then I was in sales and I hated that. So I got back, I got back into marketing, but then I was on a team all by myself. I was the only marketer in the company and I worked for the HR department who was the owner's wife. And like, they had a sales team, but like, it was all distributor relationships and like, you know, it was a really small niche industry. So it was all based on like, yeah, I've, I've been talking to this guy about semiconductors for like 30 years. So we're just going to keep selling to that guy. So Brennan just make brochures and, you know, talk to the website agency. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. So I did that for four years and I was like, well, was, it wasn't very hard. So like, it was fine. But then I was like, ah, I need something more. And yeah. um, I got back from deployment and I found a job at Graco and that was a lot better. I was finally on a team. I had a couple of product marketers and a channel marketer. My boss was a marketer. So I had a lot more mentorship there, but I was still like, oh man, I, I don't feel like I'm very good at just like running campaigns and doing marketing. Like I could, you know, design something or make a video, but I was like, I don't feel like I'm doing like the full spectrum of digital marketing that I should be. Um, and then yeah, stumbled upon refined labs. And I think it was just me in desperation, just trying to find something. And I don't know how I found them, but you end up finding them the serendipities of life. And so I found Refined Labs and Chris Walker and started listening. And it's like, oh, this is really good stuff. And, you know, I saw Matt Chanel in the comments all the time. So connected with him. Um, and I kept posting and posting and posting, uh, probably not as frequently as you, Mary. Um, but it kind of came to the point where Gorilla was looking for another strategist. And Matt had shared Grace Wright, the current strategy director here at Gorilla, a post about a new strategy opening. And I was like, I'm just going to ask. So that's the other thing too, like career advice. Uh, don't be afraid to just ask people, uh, is this a good fit? It's like, so I just asked Grace out of the blue, cold DM. Uh, Hi, Grace, I'm Brendan working at Graco. Um, I don't really know how to run campaigns or anything, but I really want to learn. Do you think this would be a good fit for me? She's like, well, just try and apply. And I did. And here we are. Now we're at, like, <laughs> so we <laughs> like, it, and, and I, during, uh, during the interview, like Matt and Grace both said, yeah, we've been seeing your stuff on LinkedIn. So like you, you build a level of trust with your employer. So you're building uh, trust in your ability as an employee, you're building trust in your ability as a service provider, right? Like our clients and future clients now see the things that we're posting and we're just building that trust and expertise. And it's, to me, it's the same thing that we do when we're doing demand gen for a company, right? It's the same thing. You have to consistently be out there with educational, informational, entertaining pieces of content. 
And you have to do that for a long time to build that trust and show your expertise until somebody's ready to raise their hand and buy your thing or ready to uh, ask you to onto an interview. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've heard this from so many people um, when they first meet me and they've been following stuff I do on LinkedIn, they say, I feel like I know you. Yeah. Like period. That's it. Can you imagine if someone came to your sales rep, to your company, to whatever, and they feel like they know you? I mean, you're good. You're golden forever. If that's the feeling that you can instill in your potential audience, whoever that audience may be for you and I, it was the LinkedIn world so that we could, you know, maybe advance in our careers and for others, it might be to generate business for their agency or for their company. So, um, yeah, that feeling of like trust and put in the words of, I feel like I know you is yeah. just really cool. And even if you like the company they're at, that's awesome. But still do like, if you want to still go out and build your personal brand so that you earn that trust and you get marketing a seat at the table, right? If your leadership sees you out there, like in the trenches, fighting and talking about what you're learning and becoming an expert, they'd be foolish to not invite you to the to the decision table. And that's yeah. exactly where we want it. Like we've talked about that a lot of times on the show and on IML, like you want to be at the table with the owner or the CEO or the president and, you know, being a part of that strategic marketing discussion and not being directed all the time. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Mary, let's um, talk, I think yeah. a little bit about some just brass tacks, like how do people like, how do we get started? Right. Like think back to, you know, Mary and Brendan, like three years ago, how do we, how do, how did we get started? And, you know, what are some things that you've learned now, you know, over the last few years about personal branding um, to get people started on this journey? Yeah. Great question. So my, the way that I started was I wrote down three to five things I felt like I could talk fairly consistently about because a bulk of my time as a marketer was spent doing them. So that was technical writing, email marketing, um, social media, and something else. I don't remember the other thing. Maybe just like how to talk to your leader or whatever, like how to be a um, generalist specialist with other people above you. So just write down those three to five topics that you feel like you could write about on a consistent basis. And then just go for it. Like, yeah. uh, I think I had a copywriter reach out to me one time and he was working for an industrial company and he said the same thing. He's like, I just don't know what to write about. And I said, well, you're a copywriter, just like write copy. <laughs> and yeah. he did these really cool things. He ended up stopping doing it because he couldn't grow his network fast enough and he wasn't really seeing a lot of traction, but his posts were so good. Mm -hmm. He would um, take a direct mail piece or an industry publication ad and rewrite it. So he would show you the original and then rewrite it how he would write it. It was so cool. So yeah, it's just. And now like, and for, for that example, now he's got this great portfolio to bring. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. I will never quote me attention. Everyone quote me on this. <laughs> I will never fill out, like create another resume again. Yeah. I will never do a cover letter. I will never have to do any of that again, because if they are asking me for that. I know they don't follow me on LinkedIn. They don't understand my philosophy on marketing. And that's not a place that I want to be. So it really helps you decide where you want to be in your career too. Yeah. So for me, even I, I still use, use this today for what do I want to write about or what topics should I be writing about? And really, I just think back to, I'm not, 
I'm not like the expert on demand gen, right? But I'm way better at it now than I was two or three years ago. And so I'm really today writing to Brendan when he was at Graco, when he was a marketing manager at Graco, that's who I'm really writing to. Um, Cause I know there's a lot of other people out there that were like me or are like me when I was in those shoes. Um, and there's an audience there. And I, a lot of times like you see like, well, I'll never be a Chris Walker or I'll never be able to write like Joe Sullivan or now Mary Keogh. Um, but maybe like those personalities are writing at too high of a level and people are, have a hard time connecting. Like Chris is a major CEO of a, an agency, right? Like, so he's probably not really connecting very well with a marketing coordinator um, at an industrial, at an industrial company. company. Yeah, right. exactly. And so <laughs> like there's, there's someone is always looking for, for mentorship or help at their level. And if you just write to yourself two to three years ago, like the things that you wanted to know that you can write about that stuff forever. So that's, that's how I approach like the topics I'm going to write about. I'm just writing to myself. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's definitely how I like to write too. for majority of my content is just mm-hmm. like, what do I wish Mary in-house marketer, Mary had known. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, that's who I was following too. I wasn't just following Chris Walker when I was in-house. It was, I was following MJ Peters, now MJ Smith. Yeah. I was following Matt Chanella and this is the type of content they were posting. Yep. And I just loved it so much. It was just like this yeah. breath of fresh air. So I wanted to be that breath of fresh air for someone else. You know what I mean? And like now, like it's open, right? Like uh, MJ and Matt are writing to themselves two or three years ago, right? Like MJ is probably writing to, you know, uh, when she was at Firetrace, right? So she's talking to marketing leadership. Well, that's probably still a little bit above a marketing coordinator, right? So all you marketing managers out there, just write to the marketing coordinators, right? And the coordinators write to students, right? Like you just start, start doing it. And you learn, you learn so much by teaching, I think. So you're at the same, like, I want to write about this thing. Well, go learn about it and then write about it. Um, or, and maybe it's not even writing. I think Eddie said something really great. He said he was not a great writer, but you know, background in theater and all this stuff. So Eddie Saunders Jr. gravitated towards video and he was very good at it and he hardly writes anything. So a lot of his content comes out as video. Whereas like me and Mary tend to go towards the writing. Um, we're just, I think stronger writers than we are video makers. Um, but even then, like we're, we're making our way through TikTok a little bit and trying out different mediums. And then Mary's writing a construction paper. So just like find the thing that you like (laughs) doing, like maybe it's like, whiteboards or blackboards or maybe like making powerpoints or like doing something in canva like find some creative outlet to put out your learning in a way that makes sense for you and that's easy for you and and just do it consistently i think that's the biggest thing right is yeah just do it once every six months just get in there you know at least once a week and just write something or put something out heck yeah yeah definitely anything else mary um let's see okay so like what about so a person starting today Yep. What is the right channel? Oh, that's a good question. I think it depends on what you just said. Do you like a uh, yeah. video? Do you want to do writing? LinkedIn tends to favor long form writing. So if yeah. you like getting your ideas out and explaining them in greater detail, LinkedIn's awesome. I have heard some interesting hot takes that Twitter is still worthwhile, mm-hmm. but that's if I think you have to get really good at summarizing your idea in just a couple sentences. Like, I don't think I would be good at Twitter. I mean, There's, I know you um, can do, I know you can do, do threads. I, threads yeah. are really popular too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to start with Twitter really is like good. trying to find the niche, right? Like, how do you find the industrial? It's a lot easier to find industrial marketers on LinkedIn, where I feel like a lot of the things I see on really good marketing stuff is more general B2B marketing, which is still fine. Yeah. Um, it's just a little harder to find industrial marketers on there, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. TikTok, I think is awesome. If you're into video, 
Um, like Brendan said, we're not even into video and we're doing it because, well, the organic reach is crazy and yeah. it's a really good way to get feedback from an audience. Like, you know, really fast if your video is right. good or not, which is kind of cool. Um, and then you can kind of test. I like to test ideas out in TikTok and then post them onto LinkedIn mm -hmm. and then see if like the same message resonates. Sure. And it usually doesn't. So the tactical posts tend to do better on TikTok and then my like larger strategy posts tend to do better on LinkedIn, which is interesting. This is so weird because I, I did a couple of it, this one I, I did today, but it's like, yeah, the super tactical, like here's step-by-step -step how to do something. Like people don't seem to like that. I'm like, that's really? <laughs> really surprising. Yeah. I did that's that one, crazy. like, you know, how to like do your Google ads budgets yesterday on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, it didn't get a lot of traction. Oh yeah. I know. I think you should try it. Go try it on Maybe TikTok. Could, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Seriously. Cause I did like a five, uh, B2B Google ads mistakes to avoid. If you do non-ecom Google ads, mm -hmm. you know, avoid broad yep. match keywords, all that good stuff. And same thing. It did not do that great on LinkedIn crushed on TikTok. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. But different channels, I guess. Um, yeah. the other thing that I think has helped me and Mary kind of gave me this tip too, was, uh, like just going out and connecting with people, especially on LinkedIn, right? Cause once you connect with somebody, uh, they automatically follow you. So, you know, just go and search for your job title and search for people or, you know, if you're a marketing manager, search for marketing coordinators and just go and connect with a bunch of them. Um, I also like to go and connect with leadership too, right? Like yeah. CEOs and presidents at manufacturing companies. Cause now like I'm in the boat, like I don't want to leave the job. So I'm now trying to find clients. And so trying to connect with, you know, marketing leaders and business leaders at industrial companies is kind of the the path forward there. Um, but yeah, just go and connect with people and make sure you're commenting on your things, right? Like we're trying to create a community too on LinkedIn, right? Or, you know, take like go and comment and like and react to other people's posts because they'll do the same thing back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Nice. Okay. Um, I have a good question for you. This is when I get very often, and I know we get it a lot in our industrial marketing live Slack community. How do I get anybody else to post on LinkedIn or start a personal brand? Ooh, yeah, like in your company. Yeah. I mean, my I, hot my hot take is you don't. You don't. Like it's so yeah, Mary. I mean, you went and did our LinkedIn advocacy program, and I think we got two extra people posting out of it mm -hmm. frequently, yeah. which I think is pretty good. It's really uh, good. So yeah, it's just someone's got to have the desire to do it. And if somebody doesn't yes. want to go out and create a personal brand, they're not going to. Um it's unfortunate when your like CEO doesn't want to do it because I think that is a huge boon to business. Um, I like when I see, work with CEOs or like even Joe Sullivan, like a lot of our business comes because of what Joe does on LinkedIn and yep. my clients are the same way. Um, so there's a massive difference in the results that are received when the CEOs out there building a brand for themselves. Um, so you, you love to see it when they do it, but I mean, you're yeah. not going to be able to force them. And there's a lot that are very anti it. So you're not going to change their mind. Oh, hot take. Um, hot take question. Do you think CEOs who post on LinkedIn or are into personal branding in any way, maybe they want to start a podcast or they post mm -hmm. on Twitter or whatever. Um, do you think they understand marketing better? So do you think they respect the field of marketing more? Oh, yeah. Cool. Sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're in the trenches a little bit with you. Yep. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, in world war ii like there was a you know the trench warfare in western europe and you see like the younger officers like understanding like not wanting to throw their soldiers into no man's land where the machine guns were right but the generals that were back 
in the nice offices with the servants and the copy. Oh, they loved to just throw divisions at German machine guns and and get waylaid. Uh, but yeah, the younger ones didn't because they were in the trenches. And so yep. it's the same thing. Like if a CEO doesn't understand marketing, they're just going to throw you at the wolves and you know get results with a little budget. Um, but the CEOs that are in there with you or the leadership that are in there with you, they know. They know yeah. what it takes um, because they're doing it with you. So yeah, if you, if your CEO's in there, it, it makes your life a lot easier, I think. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. You see how I like slid a little history lesson in there? Yeah, that was, a, that was awesome, actually. Monday Morning General. That's right. Check it out. Favorite <laughs> podcast. <second> podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So to me, it's just all about consistency and just, yeah. And just start by learning in public. What books yes. are you reading? What videos you're watching? Who else are you listening to? Um, you know, maybe like hey, Mary or Brendan made this post today. This is what I think about it. Like, and then take, yeah. oh, man, then take us in it. We'd love that. <laughs> Heck yeah, please. Yeah. I love when they do that. So, yeah. And today, honestly, like just start today, just start today, do it small. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big. Just start small. Um, and you'll learn. And if you have questions, reach out to me and Mary, we're here. We want to help. Yep. So, um, we're both on LinkedIn all the time. Otherwise, gorilla emails, first name dot last name at gorilla76.com is how you reach us. Um, yep. Mary, there's a couple other events that we do um, that people could talk to us there as well if they want to. They could, Brandon. Great point. So we host a bi-monthly event called Industrial Marketing Live. Sure we cover topics relevant to industrial marketers, everything from trade shows, which is a big one that we'll be talking about over the next couple months. Yeah, it's like trade um, show April for us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then we'll and we cover... Big too. Jake Hall, MJ Jake Peter. Hall. We got Chris Lukey probably coming in soon. So yeah, we got, a, we got the lineup. We just had Eddie Saunders Jr. on. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a fun uh, 2023 so far. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that we're bringing on more guests too. It's ma- it's makes it way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talk about a bunch of things and we have a Slack community, right, Brendan? We do, yeah. So... We have a Slack community, over 100 industrial marketers in there with me and Mary, uh, and we are we're gossiping, we're talking about work. Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. A lot of people are asking questions about LinkedIn, about running digital campaigns, or about running traditional campaigns. Um, people showing off work in there. We've done a couple of workshops too. Uh, it's really good stuff. So if you are feeling alone out there, you know, in the trenches by yourself on a small marketing team. We're here for you. There is guidance, there's mentorship, and there's companionship in the Slack community and on Industrial Marketing Live. So come and join us. The water is nice, um, and we're here for you. So uh, reach out to me and Mary to get into the Slack community, and then go to industrialmarketinglive.com to register uh, for our bi-weekly Industrial Marketing Live event. Uh, Mary, I think that's it. That is it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Again, if you have any questions on personal branding, it literally changed the trajectory of Brendan and my career. Cannot recommend doing it enough. Um, If you're uncomfortable or you don't know where to start, please, please ask us. All right. We're out. Bye, everyone. (laughs)